Okay, you guys, here we go. First official episode of the podcast, and I could not be more excited. Now, I wish that my voice was a little less scratchy, but I am still showing up today because I decided that that is who I am. That is what I'm all about. Stepping into just doing the darn thing sometimes, even when it's not quote unquote perfect. My voice might not sound as clear as a bell, but my intention, my ignition, and my excitement for what I'm about to jump into with you is what really matters. And so I thought, you know, that's what I'm all about. When I work with my clients and work in my business, I am all about stepping into the next version of yourself. And sometimes that means doing the current one pretty messy. So here we go. Today I wanted to really dive into a topic, an ideation that means a lot to me. And so it stems from a talk that I did a couple weeks ago, and it really landed with people in a way that made me smile. And so I thought, you know what, this is going to be a great segue into a podcast. So today I'm going to talk a little bit about how stories and the things that have created us, the things that we create in our minds, and just our day-to-day kind of folklore that we have ongoing in our mind can adjust the way we work in our business for better or for worse. And so I'm going to kind of segue into a little video clip here. And to give you a idea about what you're listening to, because there's no visual, I want to set the tone for you. What you're about to hear in this fancy schmancy little editing moment I'm going to have of putting in this sound clip for you is an 11-year-old me. So I'm freshly 11 because I just, it's literally on my birthday, so I just turned that beautiful double digit, 11 years old. And what I'm doing in the video is holding one of those mega huge camcorders because hashtag it was the 90s. And I am videoing these beautiful holiday lights in Disney World. What did you hear? What you heard was in a very excited past version of me. I kept saying, isn't it so beautiful? Isn't it so pretty? On repeat. Because, well, I thought the lights (laughs) were beautiful and pretty. Come on now, who doesn't love some sparkle? What you could take from that is that I was a happy, excitable 11-year-old that I was excited and just cherishing that moment of being with family, of celebrating the holidays, of my birthday, and the beauty that was around us, aka the holiday lights. But would you believe me if I reminded you that the reality of the 11-year-old version of myself was that I just, only four months before, 
went through one of the biggest tragedies of my life. Because that's also true. My story was that I was an 11-year-old girl that no longer had a father physically in her life. But my truth and my journey was way more than that. Before I go on, I want to reiterate that I am not making light of trauma and hardships that come from these very devastating parts of life, from the loss, from the anxiety, from all of the emotions and life-changing experiences that can come from heavy and hard parts of our story. But what I want to dive into is how our stories can either lift us up or put a hold on us and keep us down. I firmly believe we have the power to choose which one happens to us. You see, even at a very young age, I feel as though I was a very matter-of-fact person. It was a fact that I had lost my dad at a very tender young age. It, however, was not something I let completely define me. I chose, even then, to find the ways that this could build me up versus take me down or become a crutch in my life and the way that I let it. It's easy in those hard times to play the victim card and live a life where we lead with those losses, with those hardships. But instead, I chose to lead with the pockets of sunshine that were still available in my life and still really work to do that to this day. This huge traumatic event in my life looking back has taught me to see all sides of life and get the chance to react in how I decide to. It gave me the strength in which I never knew possible, and I firmly believe it's made me who I am today. It led me to understanding the importance of community, therapy, and support on this wildlife journey. And through it all, Through the loss, I found ways to empower myself. And that is why I'm so passionate about helping people find the stories within their life and their business that could be holding them back. Now, I know that feels a little heavy, but I wanted to really put into perspective how we can make parts of our lives and the way we react to them affect us. We all have endless stories we create we live within, and we project. Some are things that happen to us, which then become part of what we do, how we do it. Some might not even be real because they're really just things we've picked up along the way that we tell ourselves. Some of the things that have happened to us or that we tell ourselves could be helpful. These stories might be moving us forward, yet others can be stifling in the worst way possible. Most of the time, we aren't even aware of the ones that are most hurtful in particular to our growth and change. So let's take a minute to dissect some of the things we might think or feel on a regular basis.
if it feels right, take a little pause here and think about maybe some things that you tell yourself. Because I would debate anything that I say right here on this recording will not flourish into much if we just listen, nod, and acknowledge that, yeah, that makes sense. That, that is something that definitely happens to me in my life. There are things that I grab onto or things that I use as crutches. So I really want you to take a moment to unearth some of those stories. We all have those one-liners, the constant nagging thoughts, or the excuses that keep us subpar in our life and innately then in our business. What are yours? To get the ball rolling, get those gears moving in your mind, I will tell you a big one that I broke through not too long ago. For years, one of my biggest, biggest stories in my head was that there are not enough hours in the day. You could catch me saying that on most days at any given time, no matter the season that I was in. I was overwhelmed. I was feeling like there was never an end to doing the things that I needed to do in work, in life, in all the things. And you know what? There never was, or so it seemed, felt like enough hours in the day. You see, what happens when we start to live in these stories is we show up differently in our lives. It's not just this woo-woo thing where, oh, well, because you think it, it becomes. There is some stock in that, though, right? When we say and think and feel something on a regular basis, it's just easy enough to say, well, that's my reality. But the real key here is that we realize when we take a real hard look at the stories we tell ourselves, that the way we set ourselves up on a regular basis, the way we navigate our days, conversations, all of that are different when we truly believe these stories. And I did. I did. I believe there was no better way. There was not a chance in the world that I was going to be able to feel ahead, to feel in flow, to leave my desk at the end of the day and feel as though I've done all the things I needed to do. I believed it. I believed it wholeheartedly. So how did I set myself up? Not well. I gave myself no space to understand that there was better ways to do the things that, there, that I could do, that I was in control of. Again, the key here is being mindful of the thoughts, but then it's deciding to take a story that no longer serves us, or maybe it never did, and burning it. It's beginning to replace it with new, helpful thoughts. It's actually taking the time to assess how we can make this story a thing of the past. Real tangible changes. And it's debunking where and how that became a part of our lives. 
and revitalizing it with new, fresh content and new ways of doing things. So for me, in this example, what finally clicked for me was that it was only exhausting me to think that way. Nothing was changing by being in it and always, oh, there's not enough hours in the day. Like nothing was good was coming of that. Even just saying it was exhausting. So I made a pact with myself that I would stop that in its tracks. If it popped in my mind, I would think to myself, what am I actually feeling right now? Have I overbooked myself? Have I said yes to things that don't feel right? Am I just not being kind to myself and setting my schedule up in a real weird way? Am I not honoring having more time for myself? Because what I found since debunking and changing this story is that I can have more flow in my days. I can walk away and do things differently than I ever have before in order to feel less bogged down. What I have found now is that my expectations have shifted. Instead of feeling like I have to get all the things done on Tuesday, I give myself the grace of sprinkling some of those tasks and to-dos into other days. My own expectations were creating a lot of this story because I thought I had to have things done in a hurry, in a rush. (laughs) And isn't that just what society and the world we live in wants? To always feel like we're in the rush to get the things done, to get to the next season, the next holiday. (sighs) Take a breath on that, really, right? So unnecessary. So what I started to do was shift the way I actually did the things that I do on a regular basis. Stop the thoughts in my tracks and started to rebuild the next chapter. And this can be done for any story, for any setback, for anything that we lead with, right? Going back to my very early on story of being a child who didn't have a parent. That is a fact. It will not change. It cannot change. But the reality is that that was just part of my journey. It doesn't have to be the whole underbelly of who I am. I choose how I show up in life still to this day from that story. I choose to find a way to find good, to find happiness, to understand that that was part of who I am. And who knows who I would be if it wasn't. As weird as that sounds to say, right? And something that literally changed everything around me and my whole entire existence and family. What would be if it was not the way that it is? So with that in mind, 
I want to think about the idea of stories in a new light. Things that people say all the time to me in business, my clients will say things like, I'm too old to make these changes or move on to a new industry or do something different. Social media is so overwhelming and I just can't do it. I don't have the money to invest in order to grow. There's no way, no way I can find more time and space in my schedule. It all is important. If you noticed, many of these examples are valid and there can be fact within some of them. If not all, there's fact within all of our stories, right? However, there's always a way to rewrite the story, to defy those realities. Let's take the idea of the money one. Because there are so many times in life and in business when you can't deny that you look in your bank account and there's not 400 extra dollars to invest in that website or to get the coach. That's a reality. Nobody is going to argue that with you. But there are ways to change even that very factual story. The cash flow isn't there in this story. It's real. It's raw. But if we start to change the way we look at it, we can start to change where it goes, what the next chapter holds. If we rest in it, all we do is stay stagnant. We stay in scarcity. And being in scarcity in anything in life or anywhere in life can be very detrimental. Especially, <laughs> especially in business. But if we start to think about the areas in which our business is going right, or there is flow within our life, it opens up the gates for the rest to do the same, including that tight cash flow. So start to take a look at, hey, you know what? I might not be able to have that extra $400 right now to invest in X, Y, or Z, but you know what I do have? Some really creative ideas that I'm excited about doing. I have a fun collaboration coming up with a fellow business owner. If we start seeing that and amplifying what it is and how good it feels, it starts to flow into other parts of our lives and business. But even more importantly than changing and shifting the way and what we're looking at, changing what we're doing. Small baby steps to get that tangible movement in our money story for our business in this example, right? So how do we do that, right? Think it into existence and it shall, sh it shall show its face. That's not the only part. Again, there's a two-part factor here, adjusting how and what we're looking at, but then two, changing how we actually are working towards a new story. Are you a Starbucks or coffee lover? 
Let's take a look at that. Can we forfeit that? How big and important is this goal for you to be able to invest in your business? Because I believe when you are staying tight and not looking to invest in different ways in your business, you will not see the growth that you deserve. So how important is it to you? Would you give up Starbucks for six months to chip away every dollar counts? It might seem, oh yeah, $5 here and there. What's that really going to do? Hey, $5, even if it's $5 a week for six months, right? That's going to add up eventually. And then you find other little places and spaces that you can stow away that money for the goals that you have. On top of it, you might get creative on things that you can do to make more money within your business or shift what you're offering for now to be able to have a little cash flow, right? Business is not about the dollar signs at the end of the day. It's about the impact, but the dollar signs are the driving force. So this story is huge for so many people, but it's about that determination, Where and how? I work with so many clients when we're building their brand, the mindset and the shifting of back-end parts of their business come into play. And these are things that I'm actively working with clients on. And it is a game changer when they start to see that they're working so closely to their goals because of small, itty-bitty changes. But you have to really want to. If you have seen, heard, anything, read, anything that I put out in my community, on my social medias, all the things, you know I am huge, huge into the idea of meeting people where they are. If they are feeling hesitant about anything, whether it's their photos that we're working on, whether it is a step that they're taking in their business, I'm meeting them where they are and we'll get the job done within the space they are now. But I'm really big about then holding their hands and guiding them to the next space. Because that's important, right? We have to honor that maybe we're not exactly in the mind space or heart space for doing the work right now. So maybe the work looks different, but we have to be okay with the outcome of wherever we are. But you have to want it. All that to say is that you have to want it to really do the dirty work. The bigger picture has to be seen. And the discipline that comes with this type of change has to be there. Because it can be done. This goes for virtually any story or excuse that we rest within. They say where there's a will, there's a way. And I love Love, love, love that statement because I do believe that when we're ready, we will do it. Sometimes we need the little nudge from somebody else or from some, you know, signs around us that we're taking in. But many times it's just you saying, you know what? Enough is enough. This is something that's important to me. So take some time to think through the stories that you have. Get a buddy, an accountability friend to talk through, hey, these are some stories that I want to rewrite. I want the next chapter to look different. Will you help me stay accountable? And do the same for them, right? As cool 
as Morgan Freeman's narration voice might be, you, my friend, are the narrator of your own life and business. Take back the reins and remember why you got into growing your business in the first place. Be the boss of your own mind. Be the mover and shaker of your own life. Stand tall in these new stories that not only help you reach your own goals, but in the meantime, who knows who you're inspiring from what you're doing? Your friends, your spouses, your mom, your kids. Let's leave legacies and people say, oh my gosh, I did better because they did better. How cool is that? Create a tribe of people around you that help flourish your story, not crumble it to the ground. I appreciate everything that you are, and I hope that you do the same. Thank you for spending this time with me. I cannot wait to see where your next chapter takes you. I promise it's going to be a good one. Stand in your power and realize just what you can do if you put your mind to it.